welcome to the Voice of Aged Care podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Badgett-Smith, and in over a decade, I have helped to improve mental well-being of hundreds of older Australians. This podcast offers an authentic insight into well-being in late life, practical tips for those who support our elders, and all the inspiration to keep you going. I truly believe that every older person has a number of strengths that can be uncovered and promoted to help the older person achieve better mental well-being despite the changes in their health status. Hi friends, um, it's been a while since our last episode and this is the new um, series that we're launching. So if you have a moment to go and visit wisecare.com.au, you'll see quite a few changes to the website and um, easier way for you to navigate resources that are available. Okay, let's get into today's um, episode. So I wanted to talk to you about the difference between loneliness and social isolation. I know that this topic has been coming up uh, quite a lot in our day-to-day interactions and the way that we um, talk about what what goes on for elderly people in, in their late life and those who are you know, perhaps sitting all alone in their, in their homes or if they are in, in residential care um, settings as well. So I thought what we might do is firstly define what, what is loneliness and what is social isolation. So loneliness, um, that is a subjective interpretation of what, what goes on for the person. So it is experiencing um, negative feelings with their lack of social and emotional connections. So for a person, they might feel that they might be socially isolated or they might have absence of a specific desired companion. They might be missing a loved one or missing their family that they don't get to see that often or missing um, a partner who's passed away. Um, and so the loneliness is, is, is that change that um, in the relationships that, that has happened, which, which is obviously affecting their level of engagement and their satisfaction with life. So loneliness um, is social and emotional, so it is that lack of social connection that they have, as well as emotionally how they feel. Perhaps they feel disconnected um, from others. Perhaps they might feel that others don't feel the same feelings as they do. Perhaps they're not going through the, the grief that they might be going through or the, the challenges that, that are happening for them in their lives. Whereas social isolation is more objective and it's the lack of um, paucity of social contact and interactions. So those interactions are not there at the volume that the older person would want them to be. So it could be with their family, with their friends, or with the wider community, the older person might feel that they're socially isolated. There's also another level that we need to consider as well, and that is where does that older person perceive themselves to be? They might actually feel that um, things are okay, or they might feel that it's you know normal that they feel disconnected and 
you know, not having that contact with with the people? Um, and where does the family feel that they're at as well? So I think it's important just to notice that there, there could be that difference in terms of um, our interpretation, and particularly with loneliness, because it is so subjective. So, I, you know, in, in many ways, we need to just take a step back and just go, well, where was that person five years ago? And where are they today? Um, perhaps they've stopped driving and they're not getting out and about and at the club or whatever they might be doing. They might, in fact, be doing a different activity or they, they might not be driving anymore. They might not be interacting. Perhaps some of their friends have passed away. So it's not always about, you know, being the, the, the life of the party or, you know, feeling that they're the ones that, um, bring people together, host events, they've got, you know, a lot of people around them. It is about the quality of those relationships and engagement that they have. So if you think of an older person who, you know, lives alone, who may not have any family, who might be not have, you know, many visitors who come and see them, that person might be experiencing loneliness and social isolation. And when we talk about that that aspect of social isolation more broadly it's you know it's it's not i think covid has really highlighted for many people that yes um people are isolated yes people are lonely but this issue has been around for much longer than that um covid has highlighted that you know perhaps the older po- population specifically has been um, impacted by this a lot more than the rest of us. Um, when the lockdowns ended a lot of people you know were very eager you know to um to be able to leave their house, to go for drives. I mean, you look at now airports, a lot of people are traveling. Um, it's really hard to book a hotel um, and, and to find accommodation near airport. It's very hard to get um, to places because everything's so expensive and it's very hard to buy suitcases at the shops because um, they're selling out. Everyone's on the go. But when you think about all the people, perhaps, you know, the lockdown hasn't really changed their life a, a lot. Um, and has it really changed their level of engagement? Perhaps they're still having difficulty with um, with transport, getting around. Maybe there's still that fear, you know, that they're going to get the virus and that they're not mixing as much with other people. Well, they might be still, you know, going through the grief and loss that has impacted them for for you know quite some time, and not just necessarily with, you know, the loss of a loved one. It could be the, you know, the the loss of independence, loss of ability to look after yourself and, and your needs as well. So when when you think about those aspects of um, a person's life and, and the the um the contributing factors to their social isolation, um, COVID alone is not going to fix that and take that away. The issue still remains there and, and how the person is connected to their support network. This episode is proudly brought to you by the Beyond Reluctant Move book, Practical Approach to Wellbeing in Residential Aged Care Facilities. Let's together beat the myth that depression and dementia are a normal part of aging. Grab a copy today from wisecare.com.au. So I know that in my episodes I talk a lot about, you know, resources and and ways for you to be able to better connect with the older person and how you can go um, about having better engagement. With grief and loss, we talk so much about um, the different types of losses the person might be experiencing and the ways for you to encourage that um, engagement and to recognize when the person might in fact 
be um, requiring additional support. So for that, you know, check out wisecare.com.au forward slash grief if that is of a particular interest to you. But more broadly, you know, like, well, what are we going to do about loneliness and social isolation? How are we going to tackle it? How are we going to help the older person if we know that they have all those things that are affecting them? You know, we can't expect them suddenly to be all jolly and happy because their health is declining and they might have you know, um, reduced mobility and, and, and so many things go on and even memory loss, you know, which is huge. Um, the impact of dementia is, is massive on the older person and those who support them as well. So looking for ways of, you know, recognizing, first of all, is it loneliness or social isolation or both that the person is experiencing? And then looking at the ways how we can get them more engaged and improve the quality of the interactions that they might have. How can we boost those social and emotional opportunities for people to engage? So it might be, you know, um, not through boosting them, encouraging them to, you know, jolting them along and coming along to an activity. It could be through that improved quality of one-on-one engagement that they might have when they do get service delivery. So if you are working in, in home care or residential care, um, doing a brief activity with, you know, reminiscence or um, even taking the older person out into nature or being able to um, create an opportunity for them where they can share with you the experience um, or, or their skills or their strengths can really improve that level of engagement as opposed to, you know, I'm here today just to do X, Y, Z. Giving the other person opportunity to share their emotions might make them feel less lonely. And with social isolation as well, how can we improve that? How can we create opportunities when, you know, particularly in residential care, week in, week out, we're going through a stage where the older person, you know, is in lockdown, they're in a room on their own. I know recently in one of the homes that I visit, quite frequently, you know, staff have said that they recognize that a lot of the elders have declined because they have been on their own for weeks in and weeks out. And the impact of that isolation has been profound on an older person and, and, and their well-being. So, you know, they, they might have setbacks, perhaps they've been in hospital, perhaps um, they've, you know, been bedbound if they've had a fall or a fracture, or perhaps they've gone through grief and loss. Perhaps they, their spouse has passed away and they don't feel like mixing up with, with others. They just don't want to um, do anything. They want to stay in their own rooms. They want to um, keep to themselves. But how can we encourage those little baby steps that can really help the older person in terms of feeling less of that social isolation? So it could be through phone calls, video calls, writing letters. I'm now really making an effort when I do visit aged care homes um, and really to provide some blank cards. Um, I don't think that that would be um, as successful as it has been, but just having blank cards where the older person can actually write a card and send it to their loved one has been really um, positively received. And so um, giving them some cards, you know, even if you can stamp it and, and letting them, you know, write whatever they want to write. And, and, and if you can help and send it away, that, that would help them, um, know that it's going to get to the right destination. In, in my experience, I've seen a lot of older people 
receive cards and then they're like, oh, you know, I really want to write back, but I, I don't know. I don't have any paper. I don't have any envelopes. Like, how would I go about that? So just providing that there's so many blank cards that you can buy for a dollar or a packet for, you know, of 10 um, and then leaving them with the older person. And if, if their fine motor skills have decreased, like supporting them to do that, that can really help to reduce that aspect and perception of their social isolation so that they feel that they're better connected with their social network, with their family members, being able to send a birthday card to their child or grandchild, um, being able to you know, send a message out to their friend because they've lost someone or maybe they just remember it's their birthday and being able to connect with the wider community as well. Loneliness and social isolation are huge, huge factors. And I think that, um, you know, we, we now realize that they are, you know, impacting a lot of people, a lot of age groups, but in particular, um, the issue of helping elders, um, regardless of what, where they live, they might be living, you know, with their families, they might be living on their own, they might be um, living in residential care. It is a topic that we really need to get better at um, differentiating between what is going on and how we support the person. So not just thinking, oh, well, you know, um, I can't, can't help them get back to living on their own. They, they're not safe. They're not, you know, um, they're not going to be able to manage on their own. Their memory is not as good as it used to be. Their health is not as good as it used to be. But it's like, yeah, but they can still contribute a lot and they can still be able to um, – take part in activities and they can still have quality friendships and an engagement. So if you have a couple of people in, in residential um, settings who, you know, want to keep to, to themselves, like just looking for little opportunities where they can make little friendships with someone else. There might be someone next door to them, next room to them, who might feel the same. And so creating those opportunities where they can interact one-on-one might be more success than just pulling them all together into a group and, you know, playing Andre Ryu. By the way, that should be banned by now. I think that a lot of um, a lot of homes have played and overplayed Andre Ryu um, in the last decade or so um, on repeat. So that's that's pretty much it what I had for this episode today. I, I felt that um, it was yeah important for us to to discuss and, and figure out um, what the older person might might be going through. I encourage you to go to the website, have a look at the resources um, that are there, wisecare.com.au forward slash resources, and, and look at how we can tackle better the, the social isolation and loneliness as well. And more so, if you are interested to learn more about grief, um, about enhancing emotional well-being in late life, check out what's there on the website. That's it for this week. Bye. Well, that is another episode of the Voice of Aged Care done and dusted. Make sure you don't miss out when I release the next episode by becoming a subscriber on over on your podcast app of choice. And if you can, please leave a review too. I'd love to know what you're thinking of this podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. Now, the next thing you need to do is head straight to wisecare.com.au and check out my top downloaded resource five facts about me, which can drive better engagement with the elderly client regardless of your role in their lives. I'll see you at the next episode.